tell you an amazing story. Abe Faxman, you heard about him? He was the head of the ADL. Yes. Anti-defamation link. Mm -hmm. Many years. For many years, 27 years. This guy was born in May, May 1st, 1940 in Poland. Hmm. You can imagine what is it is. Not the time to be not, born. Not to be born. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> After a few, a few months, whatever it was, the Nazis came to town. His parents had to give him up for adoption to his nanny, his Catholic nanny. Hmm. And they were gone to Auschwitz. I don't know where they went. They were gone for the whole war. She took him. She baptized him. She gave him a Catholic name. Hmm. She gave him her own last name. She adopted him, finished. She didn't expect the parents to come back. In 1945, in the beginning of 45. They showed up. She didn't want to give him back. <laughs> she told him to be a good Christian. We used to see a Jew used to spit. Wow. She told him to spit. She told him out. It was, and they had to go to a Russian. It was that part was Vilna was under the Russian occupied territories. Then they used he went to a Russian court, and the Russian court forced the Catholic woman to give back the child to, to the Jewish parents. <laughs> But well, the child is five years old, it's 1945, and he wants to be a Christian, a Catholic. He loves it. His father decided he wants to take him to a Jewish place, but he was waiting. He waited for Simchas Torah. He heard that his people are coming together to the Simchas Torah in the synagogue in Vilna. What was left from the synagogue, it was, they destroyed, the Nazis destroyed everything. There was no Torahs there, there was no prayer books, nothing. What? A synagogue, a shell. Right. Jews came together, he takes his, guy, he takes his son to the show. He says, Torah, dancing, singing, it would be a good way to introduce him. And the way, passes by a church, he crosses himself, the boy. He goes a little further, the priest, the pastor meets him. He kisses his nose, his finger, the whole, the whole style. And the priest tells him, you should be a good, a good Catholic in this. And the father says nothing. Because he knows he will say something, nothing good will come out from it. They come to synagogue. He says they dancing. The little Abe sees uh, a, a Russian, um, a guy with a Russian uniform, a Russian soldier uniform, is is dancing and this. Suddenly, this soldier comes over, looks at his father, and he asks him, "Is this boy Jewish?" Hmm. Why he asked? Because he was he had blue eyes and, and uh, blonde hair. Hmm. He looked like a Christian boy. He said, yeah, he's Jewish. He turns to, his, to the boy, he says, would you mind if I take you on my shoulders and dance with you? Oh, my God. He says, no, take me. He danced with them a whole night. He, they danced, and it, yet he came back home. He tells his mother, I love the Jewish church. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Jewish church. This story... Abe Faxman told it. He remembered it as a child, and his, probably his parents repeated the story right. over the years. He told the story many times. And once he was giving this, he told the story at Yad Vashem in Jerusalem, in an event. One of the women sitting there, sitting there was a researcher. She said, I need to find who is the soldier who danced with them in 1945 in Vilna in the synagogue in Simchastor. Unbelievable. She went, she looked around. She discovered that there is a, some Jew, religious composer, A.B. Rattenberg, who made a song about the soldier. The song goes like this. I was once on a plane from Chicago, 
and an old man was sitting next to me. It was obviously, it was very hard for him to walk. And I asked him, from where are you coming back? He says, I'm coming back from a wedding. He looks at him and he says, why are you bothered? Nobody would be upset if you don't travel to a wedding. He already lost his wife. He says, no, he says, I'm a, from, I come from the, I'm a survivor. Uh, to me, a wedding, a Jewish simcha is not a burden. I was in a time that we didn't believe there will ever be another Jewish simcha. I'm happy to go to these places. And then he told him a story. That when, and he said, uh, he, was, he says, after World War II, he was in Vilna. And he, was, and he came to the synagogue and there was no Torahs. And he was looking for something. And suddenly he sees a Jewish boy. And he realized that they didn't see a Jewish boy for so long, a Jewish child. And I, he says, I picked him, I asked him if he's Jewish. And I picked him up and I hugged him and I danced with him. That's a whole song going. Many religious singers sing it. It's a famous song. I did not know. It's a, sing, a song in English. Mm. She heard the song. She calls this composer, Ebi Rattenberg. She tells him, is it real? Do you know the soldier? He says, yeah, I know. His name is Leo Goldman. He's a rabbi in Detroit. They call the house, finally they find number, finally no number, calls, the daughter picks up the phone. She says, is this Leo Goldman? Was he a soldier? A story with a child? Said, yeah, 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 yeah. In 2010, Abe Faxman met with a soldier after 65 years, since they were dancing, since 1945, they met and he showed them the picture how he was looked like when he was a soldier. He was at that time, he was 91 years old, a small little ra old rabbi in Detroit mm. who remembered very well the story. Basically, the story. That his daughter tells the story, what happened. Leo, this Leo Goldman was a religious yeshiva student in Poland in, 1940, in 1939. Mm. The, the Russians conquered a part of Poland. When the war started, broke up, it was a war, they mobilized him to the army. He went to the Russian army, to the Red Army, it's called, and he was injured in the war. They sent him to a hospital in Uzbekistan, all the way to the other side. He was there. He recovered, but not enough to take him back to the war. That was a miracle. That's how he survived the war. There, he met a woman, a Jewish girl, and they got married in Uzbekistan. After the war, they decided they want to leave Russia. They were Polish citizens, they could leave. Then they were traveling and traveling and traveling until they made it to Vilna. They made to look for, for family members, whatever. It was on the way. So they decided to help Simcha's Torah, he's going to Shul. He's a religious person, he wants to go to Shul. He comes there and he sees a child. And then it hit him that all the traveling from Uzbekistan until thousands of miles, he did not see one Jewish child. You know, the Nazis killed all Jewish children. There were no Jewish children. Simple. There was no Jewish law. Says I saw a child. I said to myself, there is no Torah. This is the Torah. This is the future. Says I took him, I hold him on my hand, and I hugged him like the Torah. And I said, I told people, this is let's dance with the future. We, we don't have a Torah. We have the future of the Jewish people. Unbelievable. This is unbelievable. That would be a Foxman. And it's a Foxman. Now he's eighty-two. He and look what he got. Yeah. And it's all. And he was. He was a lost child, they came back. In a second, he could be going up on good Krishna. I mean, that was the path. First of all, that he survived his own miracle. 
and that, he, that his mother, that his parents came back to demand them. And the woman, if they won in the court, I'm sure there were enough people who didn't get their children back. Right. What do you think? Many. The churches didn't want to give back children. It was a very, it was a big battle. Many Jewish children never, was staying there and never, and many times the kids were big enough to say, no, I don't want to go back. I like my life. I like what I do. I like my parents. It's finished. Child. Yeah. What do you need to do? <coughs> Simchas Torah, Shmini Atzeres, you see, the, the, the three Jewish holidays, Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot, are uh, corresponding to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Pesach is Abraham. Why? Abraham, when the angels, three angels came, they baked matzah. They baked uh, cakes. The cakes were matzah. And then when they went to Lot, it's written that Lot baked for the matzah because it was during Pesach. Abraham is associated with Pesach. Abraham is the first Jew. Pesach is the time that the Jews left Egypt, they begin the beginning. Shavuos is associated with Isaac, because on Shavuos God gave the Torah, and it was a big sound of the shofar. The shofar reminds us of the ram that was replacing Isaac when, when Abraham wanted to offer a sacrifice. sacrifice. The, one of the reasons why we blow shofar on Rosh Hashanah is to remember the ram of, of Isaac, kind of bringing it to God's, to God's attention, you know? You know what Abraham did for you? Give us, we, we, live, we still live on this credit. <laughs> Jacob is, is connected to Sukkot. It's written when Jacob came back from Laban, he went to a place, it's called Sukkot. Hmm. Sukkota, that's the name of the place. What is Shmini Atzeres? It's connected to Joseph. How is Shmini Atzeres connected to Joseph? There's something very interesting. Then the, that's all what I told you is from the Zohar, from Kabbalah. And it says it's connected to Joseph because Joseph, when he revealed himself to his brothers, he said everybody should go out. So, what does this have to do with Shmini Atzeres? That the Rebbe once explained it, an amazing explanation. Shmini Atzeres, you know, Sukkot, in the time of the temple, they used to offer 70 sacrifices. Seven zero. Seven, seven zero. Over the, the all seven days of Sukkot. Why 70? Why so many? But the Talmud says, because in Judaism, we believe there is 70 nations in the world. Hmm. Even in the UN, there is 139 nations. That's their problem. From a Jewish point of view, there is 70 nations. God created 70 nations, corresponding to the 70 souls of the Jewish people who came down to Egypt. The world is a reflection of the Jewish people. The Jewish people begin with 70 people, then the world begins is, is with 70 nations. And we are 71, the, na the only nation, there is 70 nations and us. That's how in the Jewish book, that's how Judaism looks in the world. Then we, during Sukkot, we are offering 70 sacrifices to pray for every nation. Mm. We want the good of the world, because then it's good them, it's good for us, it's good for everybody. And the Talmud says, if the nations would know what the temple with the sacrifice is doing for them, they would send armies to protect the temple, not to destroy the temple. Because the prayers and the offerings, the Jewish people doing Sukkot, see Yom Kippur is more a Jewish holiday. Sukkot is a, is a, is a general holiday. It's a universal holiday. It's a time that we pray for the good of, we pray it shouldn't be hurricanes and it shouldn't be climate change problems, it shouldn't be earthquakes. All of this is happening in Sukkot. That's why we, we point the lulav to different directions and the world, all the, the nature should go on in a good way. Come Shmini Atzeres, we offer one sacrifice. One. The, the eighth day. 
Why? Then the Medrash says, gives an example. God says, it's like a king who made a party, invited the whole city. Then comes the, after seven days, they celebrate, everybody's living it all, so his children says, today, please stay with me one more day. Today it's us. The same thing is, Shmini Yatzeras, it's one, one nation, with one God, by themselves. He says, just like Joseph, he was taking care of the whole world. He was feeding the whole universe. If not for him, everybody would die. He fed his own brothers. But it came for the moment that he wanted to reveal himself to his brothers. He says, get everybody out of him. It's me, it's only us. Same thing Shmini says, God says, it's only us. He took care of the whole world, it's all nice and fine. Shut the door, now it's us. Then it's amazing, then Joseph, revealed himself to his brother, is connected to the holiday of Shmini Atzeres in Simchas Torah, when this boy came back to Judaism, this Abe uh, Faxman. Mm-hmm. It's all, also happened on this holiday that he was, he was a lost child, just like Joseph was lost from his family. Joseph, if not of his own strong will, could assimilate it in Egypt in a second. The Potiphar's wife wanted to, to marry him and he had no other just to remind him he could do whatever he wanted. And the brothers hated them, right? They disowned them. Right. He could go anywhere. But he chose to do it. Then what I'm going to say is, ISCO, ISCO service, you know, many times people, you can get depressed. It's depressing. You remember your parents. You know, it's, it's sad. When you come from Chastorah to uh, dancing with the Torah, there is a lot of children. You dance not only with the Torah. You dance with the future of the Jewish people. 